and Jesus questioned them. What do you think about the Messiah? Good morning, Christian America. That is one heck of a question. After taking so many questions, after being berated and trying to be ridiculed by the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the leadership of his time, Jesus finally reverses the roles and asks a question to them. And his question is pointed and it's directed at a specific target at a, for a specific reason. He asked the Pharisees, what do you think about the Messiah? Well, as he's asking the Pharisees, maybe he's also asking us. Maybe this is a question that we should ask ourselves. What do we think about the Messiah? Let's talk about it. Let's discuss it. Let's think about it as we get ready to go into this weekend. In Matthew chapter 22, verse 41, good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here, as always, representing the Christian American community and the Christian American T-shirt company coming to you this Friday as we get ready to get our weekend started. The, the, the country is slowly but surely opening up. Hope is being restored to you know, the faithful and the faithless, you know, who have been uh, sidelined and scared. And, you know, for a variety of reasons, the economy has been shut down. People are worried about being sick. They're trying to take care of their their, their elders and uh, their, their, their family members and those that are most susceptible to disease. But we're also, you know, praying for every, all of these people. We're also praying for those that are out of work due to this shutdown that hopefully as the economy grows, as jobs come back, as uh, we return uh, to our lives uh, somewhat normal, hopefully we never get back to where we were. Hopefully we get to a place that's even better. Hopefully that this time, this break, this uh, sabbatical, this hiatus, whatever you want to call it, this, the, this, uh, this quarantine uh, time frame, hopefully it's given us a chance, it's given you a chance to get closer to God. Hopefully it's given you a chance to get closer to your family and your friends and those, uh, the people that mean so much to you. Maybe you weren't able to be physically near them for a variety of reasons, but hopefully because you've had so much time on your hands, because maybe the work has, has slowed down, because maybe you were, uh, you're on unemployment or collecting a check or whatever it is that, that you aren't as busy as you have been, hopefully you've used that time to educate yourself, to inspire yourself, to put you mentally, spiritually, uh, physically, emotionally, psychologically on a path, on a path to, to better yourself, to better uh, your economic situation, your academic situation, your spiritual situation, your, your family situation, it doesn't, your retirement situation, any situation that you could think of in your life, any position, any place that you're at right now, hopefully that you've spent this time, these past few weeks, this past few months, getting your house in order, getting your, uh, your, your, your focus right on the on the things that matter the most to you the things that should matter the most to you i pray that you haven't been knee deep elbow deep in social media in the cesspool of arguing and and hate hate filled discussions about politics about you know the you know the 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 vast variety of negativity that's been out here on social media hopefully you've had a chance to pick up scripture you've had a chance to educate yourself on the good book on the good word if you haven't then i suggest you you start you got to start today 
because if you haven't been during this time period, during this time out, during this break, uh, if you haven't had found time, I don't know how you're going to find, find more time in the future. So I think you should reprioritize things in your life. And it's in that light that we come to you today. It's that light that we come to you this weekend to fixate yourself on one specific question that Jesus asked the Pharisees in the, in the, in the passage of scripture that we're going to cover today. If you follow the Friday Good Morning Christian America podcast, you know that on Fridays, we've been stepping down our journey through the New Testament. We've been following the book of Matthew from the beginning all the way up to now. We're at the, at the close to the end of chapter 22. And we don't go chapter by chapter. If you want to go chapter by chapter or, or go uh, check out longer uh, portions of scripture, I would recommend that you wait till Thursdays when we're covering chapters of the book of Acts uh, walking our way through the book of Acts. But in, in this podcast, in the Friday morning podcast, we go section by section, little chunk by little chunk, because we don't have an hour to spend and talk to you. You don't have an hour to listen. Uh, we try to bring this message to you in about 15, 20, 25 minutes at most. And so we, we break, we're breaking down scripture into what Jesus gives us, what the revelation of, of scripture gives us today. And if you followed the Friday podcast, you, re- you would recognize and you would remember that Jesus is interacting with the Pharisees and they're questioning. They're questioning him. They're questioning him. They're questioning him. They're asking about his authority and by what authority do you uh, forgive sins and how are you healing these people? And, you know, uh, what is right amongst the, the commandment? What, which is the greatest commandment? They asked him and we discussed that last Friday. The Friday before that, uh, they asked whether the 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 jews should pay taxes to rome and we discussed that so all these questions have been have been coming at jesus and he's been given parables and he's been poignantly poking and prodding and and displaying the the hypocrisy of the of the jewish leadership uh during that time and it's in this light that we come to you today at on verse 41 of chapter 22 in the book of matthew uh, where Jesus is done just simply answering questions. He reverses the, the scenario. He turns the table on the Pharisees and he asks them a specific question. So let's find out what he asked and then discuss what happened. So if you turn to your Bibles, uh, the book of Matthew, chapter 22, verse 41, we will get started. Okay, the question about the Messiah. So in verse 41, it says, while the Pharisees were together, Jesus questioned them, what do you think about the Messiah? Whose son is he? Well, they replied, David's. He asked them, how is it then that David, inspired by the Spirit, calls him Lord? The Lord declared to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If David calls him Lord, how then can he be his son? No one was able to answer him at all. And from that day, no one dared to question him anymore. Boom. So in this passage, Jesus reverses the role and he's tired of getting questions. And he asked the Pharisees, these religious scholars, these people that are that, that claim to know more, to be more uh, to, to, to be more holy than everyone else. If, what do you say about the Messiah? Whose son is the Messiah? 
And they say, David, because that's the, 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 the Old Testament prophesizes that the son uh, or the, the, a, a child in the line of David will be the Messiah. And if you cover the, or if you look at the beginning uh, book of Matthew, you, they go through the lineages from David to Jesus. So Jesus is in a line of secession from David. So that is that that is been prophesized, and that is uh, an area in which Jesus is qualified for, according to everyone else. And so, the son of David, right, is their answer. But then Jesus hits them with a reference from Psalm one ten. So, Psalm one ten is it was written by David, and. What he says in it, I'm going to share with you now because it's important because that is the, the quote that Jesus is quoting in this, in this passage. So if you turn to your Bibles, uh, to the book of Psalms, go to Psalms 110 right there in verse 1. And that's where we're going to pick up. So Psalm 110 starts off and it says, This is the declaration of the Lord to my Lord. Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. Okay, that is the reference in which Jesus is asking the Pharisees, these educated scholars of the Old Testament. If David is writing, and he starts with his writing, and it says, this is the declaration of my Lord, of my Lord, to my Lord, right? To the Messiah. Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. That's the Lord, the Father, talking to Jesus. David recognizes this. These are the words that the Father has given David. And David writes it down saying, this is the declaration from my Lord to my Lord, which will be the Messiah. And so Jesus asked the Pharisees this question, who do you say that the Messiah, what do you think about the Messiah? And they say, you know, he's the son of David. So how can he be the son of David if David calls him Lord? Because what father calls their son Lord or Most High or exalts the Son over the Father. No father does that unless in this situation the Son is greater than the Father. And so David, in the, the, the succession of David, Jesus is greater than David. That's why David is saying uh, ref referring to the Messiah as my Lord. He's not the son necessarily. He's not lesser than, uh, uh, you know, the son is not lesser than David. David recognizes that the Messiah will be greater and that the Lord our God is declaring to the Messiah that the Messiah will sit at my right hand, at God's right hand, until he makes all enemies his footstool. So that's some deep conversation that's 
that's here in scripture that we're going to cover. I mean, that we're talking about. It's just a, a small portion, a small portion of scripture that's overlooked. But the question is, who do you think the Messiah is? Do you realize that there are supposedly, quote unquote, Christian denominations out there that don't recognize or don't ascribe that Jesus is the Son of God, that Jesus is divine, that Jesus is the Messiah? There are denominations out there that don't ascribe to that. So it's a question that you have to answer yourself, that we have to answer ourselves. In 2020, who do we think the Messiah is? Who do we think that Jesus is? Is he somebody who's just a normal person who did things right and Maybe he was a he was a great philosopher. When Jesus asked Peter, "Who do you, who do they think that I am?" and his answer is one of the prophets, maybe John the Baptist. The question is who Jesus asked needs to ask us. We need to answer. Who do we think Jesus is? What do we say about the Messiah? Peter had the right answer a few chapters ago when Peter says, "You are the Son of the Most High God." That's what we should be asking ourselves. Do we believe that Jesus is the Messiah? Do we believe that Jesus is the Son of the Most High God? Do we believe that Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father until he makes his enemies his footstool, which means he's underneath his feet which means that we win, that the Lord wins in victory by keeping his enemies underneath his feet. Those who are evil, those who do wrong, those who subvert scripture, those who subvert the word of God, who actively pursue something in opposition of God, who disregard his commandments, those are his enemies. His enemies will be made a footstool underneath his feet. We don't want to be underneath his feet. We don't want to be an enemy of God. In order to do that, we got to have the right understanding. In order to do that, we have to know the truth. In order to do that, you have to seek it in Scripture and believe it in your heart. Be able to express it through your mouth, be able to live it with your hands and body. Who do you think the Messiah is? That's an important question that we ask ourselves today. Because if we truly believe that it's Jesus Christ, if we truly believe that scripture is true, if we truly believe that he is son of the most high, if we truly believe that he is the Messiah, then why don't we live that way? Why don't we seek his intervention? Why don't we call on his name? Why don't we pray as often as we should? Why don't we seek him and his kingdom and all that we do and all that we speak and all that we, that we interact? Why do we speak with such hatred? Why do, we, uh, why do we interact with such skepticism and nihilism and depression? Why are we not rejoicing in the world that he's given us, why don't we rejoice in the day that he's provided for us? Our lives, ladies and gentlemen, are a blessing and they are a gift from the
the Most High God. He formed us in the womb with a plan of action for us, with good works that he's laid out in advance for us. Scripture tells us these things, but if we don't believe it, then we won't act like it. So I ask you, what do you think about the Messiah? Do you want him in your life? Do you seek him in your life? And if you don't, I'd ask you to reprioritize what you got going on. Because you're not headed down the right road. And, there, and if there's too many of us that are not headed down the right road, kind of like today, kind of like right now, it's a lot of sheep that are going in the wrong direction. Pretty soon, we don't know where we're at collectively. You don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. We don't want our family there. We don't want our children there. We don't want the next generation and the generation to follow, to grow up without the wisdom and the knowledge of Scripture. A generation of lost sheep. What we've seen in Scripture is that when that happens, when the people of Israel turn stiff-necked and turn their back on Christ and seek idols in replacement of the one true God, their civilization falls apart. It crumbles. It's corrupted from within. It's corroded from within. And the enemy ensues. We can't let that happen to our country. We can't let that happen to our people. We can't let that happen to our nation. And so I ask you, to think about who you think and what you think about the Messiah and reevaluate what you got going on in here. And maybe if enough of us do that, we can bring us all together as we should be. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, you guys have a blessed weekend. Have a blessed weekend. Spend some time with your friends and your family. Get outside. Live this life that God has given you to the fullness, in abundance. Because you're only here for a short period of time. You should do good works on behalf of our Lord. You should spread his message. He's given you a couple of commands. If you pick up scripture, you can read through some of them. Okay? Let the world see God through your actions through your speech, through your interaction with your family and your friends and those around you, with strangers. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, we don't ask for donations. We want participation. That's, where we, that's what we care about. We want an engaged, participating community of Christian Americans who put Christ at the forefront of their lives and that love this nation with all of its faults, with all of its trials and tribulations with all of its history and with with all that comes in the future that will come in the future we love this country and we want to see it thrive we want to see it prosper we want to see us succeed we want to rise and fall well we don't want to fall we want to rise together but if we fall we will also fall together and so 
We want an engaged community. You can, you can be a part of the Christian American community. Go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Pick yourself up some Christian American apparel roll. Uh, that's tees, tanks, sweatshirts, hoodies, uh, all types of stuff. You got nice coffee mugs like the one I'm drinking out of right now. Um, be a part. Be an engaged member of the Christian American community. Uh, continue to like us, share us, follow us, tweet us on all the social media platforms. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Parlor, TikTok. Uh, the YouTube channel, Good Morning Christian America, is where you get this video. If you want the audio and audio only, especially for those of y'all on the go, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else they have podcasts. Make sure you tune in. Make sure you subscribe. That way you get every Monday uh, and every Friday, you get this podcast coming directly to you. You don't have to search around for it. That's going to be a good thing for you. So until we see each other again on Monday, you guys stay, fi- stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning. Christian America.